Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome into the Cap City Sportscast. My name is Callahan Steed. I cover the Minona Grove Silver Eagles, the McFarland Spartans, the Cambridge Blue Jays, and the Deerfield Demons. My name is Peter Limblad. I cover the Wanakee Warriors, uh, the DeForest Norskis, Poinette Pumas, Lodi Blue Devils, the Wanakee Hometown Local 9, and the DeForest Deacons, and the Poinette Indians. <laughs> Did <laughs> you sprinkle a little hometown in there? Yeah, I also cover the McFarland Muskies, the Monona Braves, the Cottage Grove Firemen, the Utica Association, and the Cambridge Blues. Oh, my goodness. And also, who now has Wisconsin license plates as well, too. <laughs> First podcast, we can say that finally. Ryan Gregory. Real, real, real Wisconsin, uh, let's not say native, but resident now. Uh, Ryan Gregory, uh, Sun Prairie Star, uh, or shoot. East and West, <laughs> Marshall, Marshall Cardinals, Waterloo Pirates, and also the Home Talent League, the Marshall Firemen, the Sun Prairie Redbirds, and the Waterloo McKays. Yeah, you haven't had to deal with the split for Sun Prairie for yeah. the Home Talent. <laughs> <laughs> they probably could. They got enough players on there, that's for sure. Oh, happy. I love the nicknames of the Home Talent team. They got like, some good ones. Oh. The McKays is a solid one. Yeah. I always just like referring to the association as just literally the association. The association. Yeah, it's sick. Uh, the firemen, I Cottage Grove. I always everyone's the firemen. I always get confused yeah. though because it's always firemen's plural for them, but they play at Co- Firemen's Park, and <laughs> that's spelled M A N S. And yeah. I probably have messed up more oh, than times I yeah. want to count in the paper, but yeah. I covered the Montello Granite Jacks. Oh, that's, that's a sweet. great name. That's, that's a, a good, good one. one. Yeah. <laughs> That is very solid. Montello's really good, too. Yeah, yeah they are. Yeah. They got some solid uniforms as well, too. <laughs> yep. And every time they've played Monona as well, too, it's always some crazy game as well, too. And I'm just like, I love this. <laughs> oh, no. Shout out to hometown. Uh, I got to see McFarland take down Stoughton uh, in a pretty good game. Got to see a nice uh, relay throw as well, too, to continue hey. our discussion oh, from the relay yeah. throws. It was perfect. I Podcast saw, continuity. Keep I, the people coming back. I, I saw the – well, it was funny. I was set up third base side, and the ball got hit, you know, in the left field. guy from second was trying to score. And as soon as I saw the third base coach sending him, I was just like, and I'm just going to position my camera towards the catcher because I have a feeling he's going to be out by a mile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was able to get a nice shot of it. If you want to go check out those photos, go check <laughs> it out online because uh, I wasn't able to get any of them in the paper this week, sadly. But, um, yeah, this is – like our first summer edition i feel like we if we should have kicked off summer with uh doing a podcast outside but uh today would not have been the day no one needs to see me sweat yeah <laughs> or battle the smoke and haze yeah. oh god often yeah. yeah. oh man so just i'm letting everybody know right now like if you're wondering why like the paper if like not this week's paper i thought looked pretty solid but next week's paper might be maybe a little different <laughs> and you're like oh this paper wasn't very good i was battling a lot of stuff this week canadian wildfires heat early deadlines because nothing going July on, being on yeah the yeah so yeah but hey we got some good stuff though to, <laughs> to talk about this week though because you know i thought uh with the wia recently announcing that you know the they are going to keep everything the same. If you're a fan of high school basketball over the years, the shot clock has become a vital discussion in the communities. And I thought it'd be good to just kind of, you know, talk about, you know, because everyone always talks about we should do the shot clock, we should do a shot clock. But then I thought to myself, well, maybe if we were in charge of the WIA, what rules would we come up with on our own? Because I sometimes like to give the WIA the benefit of the doubt on the, some stuff, but also, too, there's some stuff where I'm just like, that's kind of a questionable move. 
you know, Ryan, it's something that we chatted about a little bit. Sometimes those legislative bodies just are kind of easy targets for yep. easy for you know good or bad. But yeah, so I thought it would be nice to kind of you know go around and discuss now that we've been you know esteemed writers for a couple of years and kind of figure out. <laughs> I love the eye roll too, Peter. Um, well, I'd say Peter more so than us. Yeah, I'm not esteemed. <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> But no, I thought it'd be good to kind of discuss like some rule changes we'd want to see or if, you know, because it's really easy for everyone to be like, if I was in charge, I would do this. But now it's a perfect opportunity for us to be, if we were in charge, we would do this. Mm. So Ryan, I want to start with you since it seemed like uh, you wanted to like really get at it and yes, what some of the He's stuff got a lot would... to get off his chest. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. my, my keenest interest <laughs> was in the shot clock thing. And um, that's where I'll start just to kind of ease us into this because it's probably the most Probably the most discussed one in Wisconsin is the the concept of should we do it or shouldn't we? And, you know, it's not as common as you'd think. Um, of all 50 states, 12 have a shot clock. And you'd think that number would be higher oh, just based on that. Yeah, right? Huh. And that's um, – Look at you doing research. That's yeah, going wow. to be with the addition of Oregon <laughs> for this upcoming season. Okay. So it's currently 11, but it will be 12 for the next basketball season. And so um, it got shot down at the uh, WIA meeting just last week on June 21st. Um, and it's been brought up, God, I think since the NFHSA, they only allowed schools to start having shot clocks, like, within the last five years, I think. Mm. So it's, it's a fairly new phenomenon, but, like, as soon as, as it's been an option, people have wanted it for Wisconsin, of course. Um, you know, all the arguments against it is, you know, you know how are these, you know, Division Five schools going to pay for new technology on both ends of the court as well as potentially part of the scoreboard? who's going to keep track of that, who's training the person to keep track of that. But, like, if we're being honest, if you can't find someone in your town, I don't care if there's 30 people in it, to <laughs> click start and stop on a, on a shot clock, you might need to check the water levels and see if there might be a little bit too much iron in there or something. You might not be getting correct development in your town if you can't start and stop a clock. And if we're being honest, like, it can't cost <laughs> that much to put in a shot clock. Yeah. Take someone's cell phone and just attach it on the wall yeah, right. or something like that. <laughs> I mean, I, I certainly hear the it, – it just seems like an easy speed bump, but it's a speed bump. Like, it, it's easy to call that out and be like, well, what are they going to do? But for, like, the, you know, sun prairies of the world, it could be done tomorrow, and there would be yeah. a line out the block and around the corner to keep the shot clock for the sun prairie cardinals or wolves. Mm-hmm. Like – and also the bigger argument there is stall ball is not basketball. Yeah. I am tired of going to basketball games. That's not <laughs> that's not good coaching. That's not wise coaching. That's not preparing your kids for the next level if they want intend to play it. Terrible for taking photos as well, too. Mm. Oh, yeah. You're not a smart coach if you're just like, well, if we don't shoot that much, we have a better <laughs> chance of keeping up with these guys. <laughs> like, it's it's a terrible product. One, you're not teaching your kids you know, how to play basketball. It's not basketball. Yeah. It's at its core. I mean, the, the entire point of the game is to outscore your po- opponents. The point is not to minimize the amount of possessions your opponent can get so they don't have the opportunity to whoop you by so much. That's just, you know, it's a, it's a loser's attempt at basketball, and I think it's it, – it, it needs to – I will gladly pay the prices of, you know, getting the shot clock, getting the operator, <clears throat> if it means that, you know – the, the coaches that implement that kind of ball don't get to do that anymore. It's like, all right, now let's start <laughs> playing basketball like it's past the 1940s. 
<laughs> let's take some threes. We got that line now. Yeah. Let's make some passes. Let's, let's see if we can get some open guys. Well, there's probably back in the day when, like, the three-point line got announced and, like, probably high school sports was like, whoa, we can't be doing this. Yeah. I mean, we're all about, you know, trying to get layups here. And the, the Pointette Pumas hit one layup in the third quarter to go up 6-3. to three. <laughs> Put that peach basket up. Yeah. Gotta take the ladder and get the ball out of the basket. What an yeah. ins- inspiring display of sportsmanship. <laughs> But, uh, yeah. The Pumas fall to 1-18 and 18 on the season <laughs> with the d- devastating 9-8 to eight loss. <laughs> yeah. Keep going. Keep going. <laughs> Sorry, that was it. <laughs> I have to break that voice out every chance I yeah. get. So. That's um, pretty good. But, yeah, I, I 100%, like, the cost I will, like, give to, like, communities. I'm not going to be, like, saying, like, telling taxpayers that is one concession how, they, how they should spend their money. I'm not going to be on, you know, the Cap City Sports cast being like, <laughs> this is where your tax dollars should go. If there's three people that can't talk about money, it's the three of us be like, we'll just pull it out of your pockets, man. <laughs> yeah, you can clearly afford it. <laughs> just um, like we could, for sure. Yeah, 100%. We'll donate. <laughs> <laughs> the Cap City Sports cast shot clock, that'd be pretty sick. <laughs> we sponsor it. Yeah. Shot clock at high school. That would be sick. Brought to you by Ryan Gregory. I was going to say, this thing's made out of duct tape. It's <laughs> terrible. Um, but no, um, I guess a couple one or one thing I first, when I did a recap on this, uh, like, last year, and I brought up, like, I think it was Iowa, like, one of their state title games went to overtime, team held it for the entire time, got off a shot late, won mm-hmm. it on just one possession, and that, like, kind of caused a bunch of outrage. So lame. Um, obviously losers you won state but you're losers (laughs) Uh, Peter obviously with you know Dean Smith burning you know like four minutes off the ACC championship game was another example brought up with the whole four corners yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. everything and then I saw two of it just recently when I was at Reedsburg versus McFarland uh, regional final Reedsburg uh, first half just couldn't get really anything going against McFarland defensively so they just held the ball for like two minutes in the first mm-hmm. half. McFarland student section, to their credit, got a boring chant going, which I appreciated because <laughs> it was very boring. But yeah. and then also too in the state uh, championship, I think for maybe Division Four, it was like kid held on to it for like a minute to try to get the shot off oh, yeah. before the end of the first that. half, and that yeah. like kind of brought everyone's up against. That was so like, like the state semis, I believe. Yeah, in one I, of the lower divisions. Yeah, I guess my question would be since you are in charge of the wia in this scenario what would you set the timer to be at 35 okay yep i would have done 45 uh 35 i think is the the national consensus with the nfh nfhsa that is a tough one to get out quickly (laughs) but uh yeah i I think that's the consensus for high school ball is 35 seconds all right peter do you have any thoughts on the uh shot clock before we pass Uh, it through i like it i mean i think it's a good idea confirmed um yeah (laughs) the, the only thing i will say I kind of like the idea, though, of some teams. I don't know why, but I, I kind of like the the romantic idea of a a David going up against a Goliath and being able to use that to maybe be more competitive. Um, and I remember there was a team at Adam's Friendship that I used to cover years ago. And I don't know if their game has has changed, (laughs) but they used to play this kind of ball all the time. And the paper I was at, we'd get the scores, and they would be like, you know, 25 to 20 or something like that, you know. But it was all – of course, it's not the kind of basketball I would want to watch, but I always thought it was kind of amusing to get those scores come across, you know. (laughs) So – but. 
amazing to see secondhand. Yeah, but <laughs> not oh, be there. <laughs> right, but it, overall, yeah, I'm in favor of the shot clock. Yeah. Jaden Daniels broke an all-time point net record by scoring eight <laughs> points. Eight points, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Adam's friendship filled yeah. it up with seven free throws. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah. Twenty-eight to fourteen yep. win. <laughs> uh, I, I tell you what, I, if it got passed, like I would like it, but obviously there, there's a little bit of hurdles. I think that definitely need to happen, but I think it would be better for the game than this whole. I just wish they would the WI because like they're not even taking it up to a vote. I don't well, that's think. yeah, yeah, that's, like, it's getting least, shot down immediately. Like mm-hmm. take it up to a vote. Like there's consensus among more D1 coaches that are like, hey, we want this. Let's try to work with it mm-hmm. and just kind of go from there. But this whole like kind of arms folded, like no, you're not doing it. Yeah. Kind of like rubs me the wrong way a little yeah. bit. But doesn't seem democratic. No, it yeah. doesn't. It just yeah. kind of see like that's where it's like. You know, you could be a little bit more better, but I guess uh, one thing, though, another argument, though, that they bring up uh, in the shot clock is the whole, you know, well, teams are going to be able to run up the scores a lot more now. But my... Good. My... Stop them. <laughs> this is the point of basketball. That's... Play defense. <laughs> one of my rules is that I would love to see mercy rules in football and in basketball. Mm. There's no point in a team that's losing by 80 to continue playing. Uh-uh. All right, I'm going to be honest. You can play the games, and I understand there's going to be, like, disparities between some schools. It happens at lower levels and higher levels. Totally get it. But wrestling has a mercy rule. Baseball, softball has a mercy rule. Soccer has a mercy rule. Football and basketball could clearly have a mercy rule as well, too. I've seen some Sun Prairie La Follette games that uh, would (laughs) certainly warrant that. Basketball could do 50 or 60 or something like that. Like, once that reaches out of hand boom game gets done or like yeah. say sec it's got to go to at least the second half or something have you like been that. at a basketball game that's gotten that out of hand no but i've seen like some scores from like sun Pri- verona i remember rolled over parker by almost 100 oh okay yeah, yeah. you're talking like girls back yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. we're like yeah okay you're right yeah on that side of things because like even like programs that i cover that aren't like that stellar at basketball like waterloo struggled the last couple of years but I don't think they've ever gotten blown out by more than, like, 20, 25. But, yeah, on the Mm -hmm. girls' side, things can – There's some lopsided. And it's one of those things, it's like you clearly want the teams to run their offense. Like like you said, you want them to be competitive. Like, don't just give up, but, like, also to, like, let's have some common sense here. We don't need this fourth quarter. (laughs) And especially for for football. Like, there's clearly an advantage at that point. And, like, there's a safety risk, I feel like, at that point. I think it was – uh, maybe Broadhead Judah just absolutely rolled over, I think it was Parkview, like 84 nothing. and Broadhead Judah was like, we had our JV kids in, we were running our most basic plays, and at that point, like, just, they're up by 50, just call it. Yep. Like, you can even then still, you could throw your JV kids in there and stuff, because the game's clearly out of hand at that point, but like, like, you're not doing any, like, we do not need this fourth quarter. Like, yeah. let's just, I know they have the running clocks, obviously, but, like, sometimes just, let's just end it right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, that's just kind of my two cents mm-hmm. on it. You guys got any other quick little thoughts on it? So what would, uh, what would the point, uh, like, disparity be? I'd or say like 50, 50 for points? both. For yeah. both sports, yep, I think, I think that's fair. fair. Yeah, that would definitely be fair. Yeah, certainly. There football. ain't no coming back from fifty points. Yeah, I was gonna yeah. say certainly football, yeah. and yeah, definitely basketball. Yeah, yeah there's no coming. You're right. right. There's no coming back. Right. <laughs> I don't think I've ever interviewed a coach that like has gotten like blown out and been like, you want to know what? We're down. 
55 to nothing. We had them right where we wanted them. We were coming back. Though. Our offense was starting to cruise, but then that mercy yeah. rule got us. Uh, that's just kind of my two cents on if it. If I may yeah. make an addition to the baseball and softball ones, because this is one of my uh, honorable mentions for okay. mercy rules. Go for it. Uh, after the midway point of the season, if a striker, if a if a pitcher has reached a certain amount of strikeouts or has a certain low ERA, the mercy rule drops. I call this the Taylor Baker rule. If you are going up against Taylor Baker and you're down by five runs, the game's over. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Just like p- players that like you know they're they're nine games in and they have over a hundred strikeouts. Like if you're down by seven, the game's over. We don't need to keep going. <laughs> <laughs> this one's not real. This is just like a throwaway. I, like I, like I thought it'd be fun I, to break. No, nah, it was very funny. I'll give you credit. Oh, <laughs> quite a little golf clap. Peter, uh, what do you got for uh, some stuff? You didn't have as much enthusiasm. No, I, I didn't. I, there's not as much I'm, I'm mad about, I think, as, well, as you guys. Well, wait a minute. I like uh, it. But the, the, uh, the one I would like to see is from this spring. I do not like, the, and I know, I'm sure there are reasons why. This is in place. I hate having the state golf tournament on Monday and Tuesday. That is ridiculous. I don't understand I it. Mm-hmm. I, I, maybe it's because they want, you know, they want to open up those courses to golfers for later on in the week and the weekend. But it is they need to change that. I, I've thought that for years. I, I never understood it. It's terrible for for me personally because I can't get out of the office on Tuesdays because I'm writing and. Uh, gathering all all up the other stuff for the papers and i just i hate it for yeah. family and friends too like <laughs> yeah exactly your yeah your nephews in the yeah who the wants, to, who State wants tournament? to who can leave work on i mean maybe I'm, I'm sure some people can but who can leave work on a monday and tuesday and who's, who's spending a day of pto yeah, right to drive over and watch <laughs> yeah school golf go all the way to Kohler should be and, a weekend yeah well, right like, milton had some seniors uh, and they qualified as a team that missed their graduation to yeah. go practice on Sunday. Uh, and then yeah, and then also, too, like, that's just kind of like a whole thing. Like, the WIA never has, like, games on Sundays. Yeah. But then all of a sudden, like, they're practicing on a Sunday for state golf. <laughs> right. 100%. I I would rock with that 100% here. Mm, yep, I think that's a good change. I have gone out state golf past couple years. It's kind of tough, like, going out there, getting the photos, running back, and then my week's all, yep. like, really messed mm-hmm. up. So. I'd even yeah. take Thursday, Friday. Yeah, that's just, what I was thinking. Thursday, Friday would be fine. Like, I you think. still have Saturday and Sunday to make your money from the golfers. And, like, right. it's at least more of a prime time slot than yeah. a Monday and a Tuesday. Like, the kids have worked yeah. way too hard to be like, all right, you start Yeah, it. right. You exactly. have a 7.15 tee time on Monday. Mm-hmm. It's still dark out. Have fun. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, and so then I guess another thing, yeah, 100% would be down with moving that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's probably some reason why they have it on Monday and I'm Tuesday. I'm sure there is. But if we're not going to research it because it's <laughs> no. just whatever. No. Um, but another thing, though, we've talked off pod and on pod. I really enjoy how the Boy State Golf has ran with how, like, you know, they provide free parking and a free shuttle mm. to the golf course meet. Beautiful course nice. out in Kohler. Oh, yeah. They deserve their flowers for everything else about the tournament. Yeah, yeah 100%. Right, right. We just hate mm. the time for it. But yep. what yep. I propose to the WIA is make things more affordable for sectionals and state. Yep. Charging $10 for parking at state tennis because that's just what UW-Madison can do mm-hmm. is a load of crap. Yes. You could clearly <laughs> yes. host it at other Preach. locations 
because I've heard uh, on Twitter, I have not verified this, but <laughs> I've heard on Twitter that they can like work with the venues and charge for parking. It is dumb that it is $10 at Madison, but then you go out to state soccer and it's $5 yep. and then you go to this the most fanciest golf course I have ever seen, and they're just providing you free shuttles yep. out of the kindness of their heart. Mm. Let's have something be more universal, all right? Yes. And listen, we get our parking reimbursed, but sometimes if I forget to do it, that's 10 bucks coming out of my paycheck, all right? And I don't make enough to where I'd be like, yeah, that's fine. Like, I have to like be like, all right, I got to get this reimbursed. Can mm. we get it reimbursed? But, but it comes weeks later. Yeah. Yep. It's just you have to wait like that. a month to get mm-hmm. it. <laughs> it yep. just drives me nuts. And also, too, another thing as well, too. So I see how I throw in sectionals as well, too. I complained before uh, on this podcast, being oh, like yeah. state. This one really fired you up. Yeah. State time. girls basketball. <laughs> I was like, let's do you know a bowl session and like have you know like one one ticket gets you in for uh, two games for the division. They did that. I thought it worked out great. But let's do that for sectionals as well, too. Because, again, I think it is very dumb when I go to Marquezan and I pay $10 to get in for the sectional semifinal, and then they announce, or no, it was $7 to get in, yeah. And then they announce on the intercom, you have to come back up and get a blue wristband and pay another $7. Just do one flat rate of 10 bucks, and that gets you in for all three games. You would make more money that way doing it that way. And also, too, you're not going to have people going, oh, you're clearly trying to nickel and dime me. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That seems like a simple one. Yeah. Me. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. The fans yeah. definitely deserve more that, like, you know, if they don't want their day to end with their team and they want to watch, like, the game before or the game after, like, okay, that's fine. It's it's a high school game. Why are you charging, like, doubling up on their $7 fee. Yeah. Like, yeah. It was, it, so I saw that at Marquezan. Then also, too, I saw, like, uh, Monona Grove had posted something about that. So I was like, oh, okay, this is clearly a universal thing. This was not just Marquezan <laughs> trying to raise someone. Because I was prepared to ask, but I was like, I'm just going to move on with my day and go up to the stand and be like, fine, I'll pay my $7. Because at first, no one was like, yeah, we're not going to pay. And then they're like, you have to get a blue wristband. I was like, hmm. And I was like, yeah. I, I don't want to get kicked out here because if Deerfield baseball goes to state, <laughs> I don't have any quotes from the kids. Everyone's going to be like, yeah. what are you doing? So, mm-hmm. Right. Ryan, toss it back to you. What else you got? Uh, speaking of the state tournament, we've had a lot of state tournament uh, chatter today. But uh, it's time to get uniform with what we call levels of the state tournament. Yes. Uh, there is subsectionals in tennis. <sighs> There's levels in football. Yeah. There's, you know, some, some sports go regional, sectional. Some sports go sectional, regionals. You know what? Uh, I'm introducing the Indiana rule. This is uh, what I came from, and it shocked me wildly when I came here, and this is not how we did it in Wisconsin. <laughs> it is regionals for, you know, depending on how many teams make the state tournament, two, three, four games. Sectionals, two, three, four games. And then only two teams get to go to state. Mm-hmm. That is, there were 24 teams at softball state. You don't need that many teams at state. State is the championship game. If you are one of the two remaining teams, then you get to go to state. I don't, I don't want to see you know, we're the eighth seed at state. Mm-mm. No, you're the one seed or you're the two seed at state. Everything else gets decided in sectionals. This isn't – this is – oh, here we go. This is the d- definition of, like, the, the trophy. Oh. Yeah, giving out free prizes. Like, oh, you had a nice season. You, I, you might be the eighth seed in basketball, but you get to go to the Kohl Center. Mm-mm. 
It's the championship Oof. game at state. That's it. So then All you right. are probably against the proposal of trying to raise uh, attendance at the Kohl Center by increasing more teams going to state. You are Less. Yeah, that's right. You are that's against right. That. Number one mm-hmm. versus number two. Sorry. All right. I, I respect it. I like that idea. I respect it. But I, as as someone that went to state for athletics, you know, like, it's enjoyable going out there. And we were a four seed, and we got ran off the map. But it was I was going to say, I feel like mine will get vetoed, but I had to just, you know, air it out. It's more about the uniformity between regionals and sectionals. Everybody, yeah. you start off in the region of your of the state. I like And it. then you advance to the section of your state like and it. then to the state championship. It just makes the most sense, and we need uniformity because I'm tired of mislabeling what level teams are at. <laughs> I will say – I think Wisconsin works out good, which is how the map of it is, where it's just, like, it's basically a square state, so it's really easy to be, like... I will say, though, like, some, like, quadrants that they're in, like, I'm, like, I think there are two... Sometimes you have conferences facing each other in state, and it's, like, Mm. what's the whole point of then of doing regionals and sectionals if you're just going to face off against another team from your conference at state? That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. Mm. Yeah, that's the thing with, like, uh, the state tournament in football in Indiana. It's not... It's not seeded. Uh, you're just in a sectional with a bunch of teams, and you just get random num- number generated for who you play. It's truly like a, you know, you play who's in front of you, and you keep winning until you get to state. Mm-hmm. And state is always north side versus south side meet in Indianapolis in the center. Oh, that, oh yeah, I tell I like you that. what, WIA could take some notes from what Indiana's doing. Yeah. I think Wisconsin's a bit more pop or densely populated in the center. Maybe like east and west meet in the middle, but like. Mm. Yeah, I think the South would win 99% of the time in, in Wisconsin. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> Madison, Milwaukee. It'd be, mm. it'd yeah. be if, you cut that, if you cut the state in half, I mean, and then look back at, like, all the state champions across the board, I think yeah. a good amount would be in the South, yeah. <laughs> southern part of it. <laughs> Peter, you got anything you want to shout out? Um. Well, the only the only other one I like, and you know, hats off to Wisports.net for doing what they do. I, I mean, invaluable, incredible. invaluable to us, absolutely invaluable. And they only do a certain amount of sports, so there are other sports, like, as we know, hockey, lacrosse, that have their own websites for for you know gathering information, scores. Yep. statistics all that sort of thing and I, I think we've talked about this where i you know i i wish you know with sports.net could maybe expand and we could get all of the coaches to turn their stuff in to just that one because there's also max preps yeah, too and i know some of the, my coaches are are bigger on doing yeah. that yep which is great but with sports it, is a better max preps. In yeah, my I think it, it's better. Interface. It is. It's it's a little easier to read. Yep. Um, yep. And, uh, you know, I, I, I don't like Game Changer. <laughs> I know there's a lot <laughs> of our guys who do. I'm not crazy about it. I would rather just put that on with sports.net. But I think and, and they're a private business. You know, they they should be able to do it ever they want as far as providing access um, to even you know, reporters, but, and, and I know this would be a huge undertaking for the WIA and I think they do a better job of, um, archiving some of their historical stuff than they have done in the past. I would like them to be the clearinghouse for everything. Yeah. For, for sports statistics. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know why they aren't, Yeah. but I, I wish they would That's be, a lot it of work. is a lot of work. 
Uh, um, but I, I, you know, if with sports can do it, why can't the WIA? Yeah. yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I don't know if that's ever going to happen, but it would sure make our jobs a lot easier. Yeah, yeah that's the, for sure. The Trailway South requires, like, the coaching staff to, like, put their stats in after each game. Yeah. And – with sports yeah that was my favorite part like getting really all the and that's co- that's part of the thing too a lot of our coaches at least my coaches they'll do it like two days later yeah you know and it's just to have like it's as the season's going on too yeah. it's nice where it's like you see someone like having a really strong season and you just want to put that little note quick in the paper mm-hmm. just like what they're averaging for their game yeah works fantastic it's yep. a nice little nugget to have so mm-hmm. absolutely 100 percent love that idea also too uh for me I'm moving uh, football back a week. I am not having it start in the middle of August, all right? Listen, push it back a week. I don't know why it keeps going forward. You push it back a week so that way it's like the students can have like one where it's like, okay, we're still in summer break. Now it's like getting close, and then they can go on for that. But I also like moving it back as well too because then that's going to push winter sports back a week as well too because the big thing as well too, I noticed this year that they're not going to run into that issue um with like you know ncaa tournament falling on the same day Mm. like this year they finally able to keep it separate but i would push winter sports back a week so that way we're not trying to start up spring sports in the middle of march which is always tricky Mm. so yeah Mm. i don't know hopefully you guys enjoyed our ideas i'm sure probably some did probably some didn't but you know (laughs) that's it's, One it's, more. Summer high school baseball. I will die on this hill. Yeah, 100%. 100% would be down for that. We love content in the paper for the summer. So. One more. Hockey and soccer games aren't allowed to end in ties. Shootouts. That's Ooh. right. I like it. That's a good idea. Also, too, Peter, I'm throwing your uh, swim cap uh, suggestion as well, too. Oh, yeah. I forgot number. about that yes. one. Yes. Please. Good with one. the numbers. Just yes. anything to mark swimmers. Yes. And golf from should other. be, too. Yeah. yeah. There should be something for golf. Oh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. Well, that's going to do it for this week's edition of the Cap City Sportscast. We will see you next time. Thank you.